Welcome into the Bear Down Podcast right here on the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. You can listen to our show weeknights, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we bring you the Bear Down Podcast. We talk Bears football and the NFL right here on this podcast when we're here. Uh, no podcast last week. Abdallah was off. I, I was hosting Cap and Jay Hood, uh, and then Thanksgiving uh, came and went. So I uh, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, but we're back on a Tuesday <laughs> talking about the Chicago Bears heading into week 13 against the Green Bay Packers. I don't know, Abdallah. Usually on the Tuesday podcast, we look back at the previous week. Jets beat the Bears 31 to 10. Uh, last night on the big show, I, I said there wasn't really a whole lot to take from it. When your quarterback for the future doesn't play and and clearly this team isn't trying to win, I don't really have thoughts and takes from the Jets game. The Jets won 30 to 10, 31 to 10. Do you have any uh, thoughts or opinions you need to get off your chest about the Jets? No, outcome? I mean, not about the game specifically, but like it does suck that Eddie Jackson and Darnell Mooney were both injured and now are out for the year. Like I do want, if Justin Fields is healthy, I think he should be playing, right? Like, this is the my stance on Justin Fields and his injury is if he's not healthy, you sit him. I get that. Like, don't don't force the issue. He's going to take hits. It's not like he can just sit back there in the pocket and throw. He's going to run. He's instinctually going to run, and he's going to get hit. So if he's injured and he still has issues with the shoulder and he could re-aggravate it or do more damage to it, then don't play him. But if the doctors clear him and he's 100%, then he should be playing. And I wanted him to play because I still think that there is some value in getting him run with Darnell Mooney and getting him some run with Chase Claypool and some of these guys that are going, and Cole Komet, and these guys that are going to be here next year. And I think that you can only learn stuff like that in game. Like, yeah, yeah, you can stay after practice and run routes and all that kind of stuff, but it's different in game. You know, if he doesn't play on on Sunday against the Packers, I won't be disappointed because I assume he's not able to go. But if they just say, hey, guys, we're shutting him down as a precaution, I'll, I'll be a little bit upset because then what are we watching for? There's no point in watching. Like, there was real, like, legitimately, besides for what we do here, like, if we didn't host shows, there was no reason to watch on Sunday. Did you walk away? I didn't walk away, but I didn't watch it as intently as I normally would. So, like mid third quarter, if you have a, a bathroom situation, you go use a bathroom. Oh, you don't there say, was no. I gotta yeah. wait for the next time no, out. No, no, no. And then the moment no, no, there's no, no, a timeout no, no, no. called, you no, 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 run, no, 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 run no. to the other room. No. Like the dog <laughs> needed to go out. Like Penny needed to go out, and I was like, all right, well, let's go now because there's no point in watching this. That happened to me on Friday during the uh, U.S. England game. I was like locked and loaded, ready to go. The second half starts. And in the middle of the second half, I started to think to myself, man, I really got to pee. And then, <laughs> and then like I'm seeing, cause you know, it's soccer. So you know how much time there's left and I'm seeing like 25, 30 minutes left. And I'm like thinking to myself, I really got to pee. <laughs> and then that's all I started thinking about. And so I waited until there was a foul. And someone flopped on the ground. Oh, you got at least and, a minute. And I just, yeah. I dead sprinted to the bathroom, which is just in the other room. Mm-hmm. And then I came running around the corner, you know, because you're wearing socks. You do the slide on the hardwood <laughs> floor. You're trying to make the corner. But yeah, like I, I do that during Bears games, but. Against the Jets, I had a leisurely stroll when oh, yeah. I would go to the fridge yeah. or I'd go to the bathroom. I, I mean, I if I made every play, I, I was watching. Like, I didn't turn it off. I kept watching. 
Uh, but uh, certainly not the same uh, attention was paid to it. Well, what sucks is like we're in the mode of if Justin Fields isn't playing, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it sucks because, look, I didn't think that this team was going to make the playoffs. I didn't think that they would be in the hunt late in the season. I thought the Packers and maybe the Vikings would be running away with this division. You and I both picked the Packers to win this division, yeah. right? And now it's the Vikings that are running away with it. And neither of us had the Bears finishing second. No, 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 no. We had them finishing third ahead yeah. of the Lions. And they're going to finish last, and they're going to finish last in the conference or whatever. That's fine. The point is that now there's really nothing. Like, if Fields isn't playing, now we're looking at mock drafts. And I'm to the point now where if Fields is playing, try to win the game. If he's not, I just don't care. Because it's apathy. It's like, okay, they win, whatever. If they lose, it's probably better. They have the number two overall pick right now, which is great. Whether you want to trade back or you want to use that. And, you know, people are saying that the Chase Claypool move was bad now because that will, because now you don't have that second round pick that you could have used because it's going to be higher because you traded away your own second round pick or whatever, which is whatever. I don't care. That's fine. You have Chase Claypool. He's a decent wide receiver. He's fine. So to me now, I'm looking at mock drafts. And I'm looking at, you know, I'm selling myself on them sticking it to and getting Will Anderson or getting, I forget his name, his name escapes me right now, but the guy out of Georgia who's a monster defensive tackle too, and like, or defensive end. And that, to me, those are two great options. Is that Jalen Carter? Yes, it is. Jalen yeah. Carter. Thank you. And so that, to me, that's where I'm at, especially now that Eddie Jackson is going to be out, Darnell Mooney is going to be out. So, like, okay, you develop Valus Jones a little more. Maybe he gets some of those receptions away from that Mooney or some of those targets that Mooney was going to get. You spread the ball a little bit around. You have some more chemistry with Chase Claypool if Fields is out there. But other than that, like, yeah, we can preview the Packers game, but Aaron Rodgers said today he's going to play So because he got results back that were good, and so he's going to play. He's going to pick apart this defense. Like, he's going to destroy this defense. Well, so that's one side of it. But also, the Packers gave up, what, 363 yards on the ground yeah. to the Eagles? And the, it, the Bears if, can run the football. But if we're here on Thursday and Fields is questionable or doubtful or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, a lot of what we'll uh, kind of look at for uh, Sunday will take place tomorrow. Like, what is if is Fields limited in practice tomorrow? Uh, Wednesday, because if he's limited, I would imagine that's pointing in the direction of him playing. If he's back to questionable or didn't participate or whatever it is, I think then you're looking at maybe him not playing this week. And then you're right. It really changes the, um, it changes like the, the attitude towards the game. Bears Packers week. I mean, this is a big week. It was supposed, listen, when we did our season preview, you and I said, if they're around 500 at this game, this yeah. is a huge game. Huge. Huge game. You know what? And we're not wrong. They didn't hold up their end of the bargain. It would have we were I mean, listen, it would have been a huge game. <laughs> they didn't hold up the end of the bargain. It would have been a huge game. We but the problem is when, right. you're, when you're 3 and 9, it's I mean, eh, okay. It was yeah. bad. I mean, it's just there's nothing to take away from the Jets game other than the injuries. There's nothing to look forward to this weekend if Justin Fields does not play. If he plays, then okay, fine. Then you've got things to, to look at and to question. This de- I don't care what this defense does anymore. I'm, I'm done complaining about the defense. Well, you got a defensive-minded head coach. Yeah, but half the players are gone now. Okay. No one's out there. Well, Dude, no one's out you there. You need to see some results. Brisker didn't play. Gordon didn't play. No, I know. Eddie Jackson played a quarter. You've got no Robert Quinn anymore. You've got no Roquan Smith. Like, this is, this, come on. No one's good. Like, these guys are. crew. Yeah. 
So what are you supposed to do from this? It's like uh, ESPN 1000, nights and weekends. Yeah. Back in the day, it was Black and Abdullah doing everything. Yeah, and that's the podcast. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. <laughs> like, I mean, like, what else are we supposed to do? I just don't, I, there's nothing inspiring to me about this football team right now unless Fields plays. Yeah, if Fields plays, the games are worthy. Uh, because I, I think not only, you mentioned some players for Justin to kind of have a connection with and kind of, figure out how to win a little and have some success in the NFL. I would also say for the head coach, in big spots as a coach, managing the end of games I think is important. I think there is value in a coach oh, yeah. learning what to do as you head towards two minutes left in the game but you with three timeouts, you're down a touchdown, manipulate the clock, figure it out. All those different scenarios, challenging plays. Yeah, yeah, that's like, fine. That stuff matters as far as the development of Eberflus, <laughs> a first-time head coach. But how many games are they going to be in that situation? Well, it, it's different now. Yes. Uh, the and last I think to month be, look, has told us that it's going to be different down the stretch. But if we're grading Eberflus, I think he's been fine in those situations. I yeah. think he's been fine. Yeah. I wouldn't give him an A. I wouldn't give him an F. I'd give him like a B. I think he's been fine. Like, look, it was 31 to 10. He didn't have that option. The Falcons game had the option. Like, I think in close games, and we've talked about it, they've, they've lost five games by one score, that I think that this team now has an opportunity to build on something with their coaching staff. I think Iberflus has done a fine job with game management. I think we're you and I are going to spend a lot of time in the offseason talking about weeks 9 through 11. I think what will happen is if people want hope for this team and hope for the quarterback and hope for, for what this will be in the future, they'll point to those three weeks where combined the Bears lose by seven points. Mm-hmm. Three to the Dolphins, one to the Lions, three to the Falcons. Th- those three weeks... It's been a theme that you and I have talked about all season long. We're winnable games. They should have won those three games. Mm -hmm. They did not. Mm -hmm. They've proven to us that they're way worse than we thought they were. But I think what will happen is when we get to the end of the season, we're in the offseason, we're getting ready for the draft, we're in the summer, we're going to point to those three weeks and say, here are the positives to why Justin Fields works. Here are the positives to why. Luke Getze knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And and then it's going to be up to the Bears to fill out the roster, Ryan Poles, and, and give the defense enough players to be competitive. Because if you have a competitive defense in those three games, the Bears win. I Dolphins, think go- Lions, Falcons. You win those games if you have a competitive defense. I think you can go back even further and say that you can go from week six on and say if they would have in, in, implemented this game plan against the Commanders, yeah. they could have won that game. They won against New England. Aside from the pick six in uh, the game against the, uh, or was it the stri- was that the strip sack or whatever it was? It was a turnover that Fields the caused. Minnesota. No, 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 the, uh, the Dallas game. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that game, again, yes. they put up or 29 didn't, points. They touched the player down. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. They put up 29 points. It was Montgomery that was stripped. Yes, the they fumble. put up, and, and Fields didn't. Touch him down. They put up 29 points, right? If you have a decent defense, maybe you get a couple stops, and that game is closer than 20 points if Montgomery, if, you know, Fields touches him down. So I think you can go back week 6 through 11 and say, hey, like this game, these games here in this stretch prove that this team that you we, we can see from what the Lions, or not the Lions, the Vikings did last year where they lost all those one-score games, and now they flipped it. 
they're winning all of those games. And yes, you can look at the stats and look at DVOA and look at all that stuff and say that the Vikings are way lower by every single metric other than the teams that are leading their divisions. That's fine, but the point is that they're winning games. And I don't care if the Bears are bad in DVOA. If they're putting up the same record as the Vikings right now, I don't think we care no. that they're 16th and 17th in DVOA. Although you and I would be the first ones on this podcast to point to those stats of and course. be like, hey, it's a little flimsy. Well, yeah. Hey, look, it's a flimsy team. Look, once you get to the playoffs, that's fine. But if you're w- beating your division and if you're winning those games and you've got a healthy lead in the division like the Vikings do, those stats don't matter till the end of the season. Okay, so everyone in the city is just so thrilled. Second draft pick. Uh, if the season ended today, <laughs> celebrations people are so excited that the bears might get the second we're gonna get three months of calls of trade it or keep it okay what if the bears go on like a four game win streak here what if they somehow muster up some wins fields plays against the packers they win they get an extra week against the eagles somehow fields is a superman he beats the eagles what if what if fields and his development ruins Mm. The feel-good story of losing that everyone in the city of Chicago is just amped for. No, 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 no. Can't no, happen? No. It won't Dude, happen. You've been to the Percentages. Fe- I mean, I've been Give to the Give me a percentile on, on that taking oh place. Oh, my God. Ugh. Going on a run. 10%? And then the Bears knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs in the final week. <laughs> They've been a little... Oh, the, Vi- the, the Vikings might have it wrapped up by then. No, 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 no. They, they're going to lose some games here. And then, and then the Bears can, can sour the party. I, I think the Eagles got their medicine. And I don't think that it's going to be a, a problem for them the rest of the way. I, look, they could lose a game or two. But they already have 10 wins. I don't think that they're going... And they're only going to get healthier, right? Like, barring a catastrophic injury, they're getting healthier. Their guys are starting to come back now. And I look, the Vikings might be so you're saying smoking it's a zero, mirrors. Zero yeah. percent chance. Maybe if the Vikings have it wrapped up and they're not playing for number one seed or anything like that, like they're they're slotted into the second seed. Maybe they sit Cousins. Maybe they sit Dalvin Cook. Maybe they sit a couple uh, Justin Jefferson and a couple defensive players. And maybe you can find a win that way. If Fields plays this week against Green Bay, do the Bears have a chance? Not with this defense. No. No chance. No. No, because what you if know, Gordon because, and Brisker are back? Maybe. Because you know what they're saying in Green Bay. You know what they're saying in Milwaukee. You know what they're saying up in Wisconsin across the border. They're saying, we're still in the wild card hunt, and we've got the Bears this weekend? Are they've you got, kidding me? They've got bigger fish to fry on their Friday no, night fish fries. But they know a double is coming on Sunday. They've got a drama quarterback in Aaron Rodgers who's got injuries. Dude. He's got all the money in the world dedicated to him, and here he is. Not winning. Can we what pull, are they going to do? Can we pull do? the curtain back for a little bit about right. on Aaron Rodgers? So there was some 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 there's some video clips going around yesterday that I'm surprised are not in our system already. Oh, yeah, him talking about 9/11, the Deshaun Kaiser stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What the hell? Oh, you're you're saying you're surprised that the other shows haven't. Yeah, wanted to play I'm surprised that, that like, I don't see that on on the page here. Have they seen it? Maybe not. But I watched, like, I clicked on the video and I went and watched that whole, like, five-minute chunk of Deshaun Kaiser talking about him. And it's, the, okay, first of all, here, the two, the two parts are, one, it's not weird to me that Aaron Rodgers said those things. What's weird to me is if you watch it, towards the end, the host is laughing and Kaiser goes, no, man, you got to do that. Like, he convinced Deshaun Kaiser. No, 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 no. I, I didn't take it that way. 
I took it as in you need to do your homework on who that Aaron Rodgers guy. Oh, is. see, I took it when he started talking about lizard people and stuff like that. Yeah. I took it as Deshaun Kaiser saying, "No, man, I did the research. Oh, you no, you now need to do the research." No, when I I thought the entire time he was mocking Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. no and no. at the end, he was like, "You got to do your research on him." That's not how I took it. That's the way I took it. How <laughs> how are people on the inter- internet taking it? I don't know. I didn't see because this I don't was think, late at night, and then I, don't I, think I turned people, it off. Like I don't think Kaiser was saying it to them. Be like, "Yes," and I agree with him. I thought he was telling the story to be like, "That guy is a weirdo." I thought the way he was saying it is that by the end, he was like, "I did my research on lizard people, and they live in the core of the earth." And we're oh, and they I, run uh, they run the world. I I didn't take. Th- I thought it was the opposite. <laughs> it might be. I I didn't read through the comments. Do people understand what we're even talking about? They'll find it now. Google it. Deshaun Kaiser. Google Deshaun Kaiser. Former Packers quarterback was yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. And he was telling the story that the first conversation he had with Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers told him to go do your research on 9/11. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Deshaun Kaiser. Hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Do you believe in 9/11? First of all, how is that something to believe in? I don't know. <laughs> it happened. Like, what uh, do you mean? Fuel. Do you believe? Jet fuel. No, don't don't be an <laughs> idiot. There's enough dumb podcasts out in the world with dumb comments like right. that. Hey, listen, we did a whole thing about how the Bears would win seven games. Well, yeah. Li- listen, we had, <laughs> we had some educated guests behind that. We're not just jerks who just question and everything. I'll own it. We were wrong. I don't care. It's not like I'm, I'm, we're going to get gro- radio grounded. I mean, we we need to. Uh, I haven't talked to you about this, uh, but you know what we have to do? Mm. We have to make some videos where it's me saying, "Hey, did you see this?" And then you go, "No, I didn't." Did what is that? And then I go, "Well, really, here's what it is." Because like every TikTok video is yeah. is two jerks yep. who are doing a podcast that I don't know who's listening to this podcast, and it's like. Hey, did you know the story behind Wendy's fries? And the guy's like, "No, I don't. Tell me more." Tell and he me. goes, "So Wendy's fries really are." And then they go into this tangent that has nothing to do with anything in the world. No, but they, but it has like a million views on TikTok, and then people think it's real. Yeah. Do you want to know what was just dropped into the system? Oh, please tell me. I swear to God. Like, in, like as we're talking. God. I swear. As we're talking, and swear happens, I can to see God, the you can look at the live. Oh my God! It did look just look at the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. 350 in 30 seconds. Yep. It was dropped in. Yep. And we, it's, we, it's 351 right now. Yeah. It was 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I can ago. see it being added yeah, to the It was page. just added. You want to say what? Oh, well, people can, for time clues, figure out what show we're talking about. So, Chris, on CBSSports.com, they have their mock draft, which is updated weekly. The I'm Bears not doing it. I'm not have, doing mock drafts today. The Bears now have the second pick, and they are selecting... My favorite player in college football right now, Will Anderson. Yeah, we had a call last night. Someone said, who, who would you take? If, if, here's the, the context. You cannot trade, trade back. Okay. You have to pick two. Who do you pick? And I, my answer was Will Anderson. Yeah, I think... Oof. Don't get weird and take a quarterback. No, 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 no. It, it, the debate is between Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. That's the debate, right? Do you yeah. want a defensive lineman or do you want a defensive end? Do you want an edge rusher? And I think the edge rusher is more important. Same. So I would go Will Anderson. And I know the stats have not been there as they were last season, but I can tell you that he is still the best defensive player in college football. 
Although the run defense is so bad, a guy in the middle that controls the the defensive line could be could be nice. But what's more important, getting to the quarterback or stopping the run? Probably getting to the quarterback. And Will Anderson does that. Yeah. And you can move him around a lot. Like he moved around a lot at Alabama. And I think he's he's the best defensive player coming out. Yeah. So to me, I would take Will Anderson. And I'm biased, obviously. But still, I don't think obviously. you can go but I don't think you can go wrong taking Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. I think both of them will be very good and very productive. It's just a matter of what you value more. Do you value a run stuffer or do you mat- ma- uh, value getting to the quarterback? Yeah, it's probably getting to the quarterback. That, that's number one. I, I think that, you know, a top wide receiver is the number one need, but getting to the quarterback would be number two. But you can't take a wide receiver second. No. Mm. And that's why in the, in the question of you can't trade back, who do you take? You yeah. got to take Will Anderson. And if we're going through this too, then th- third is C.J. Stroud. Oh, first was, uh, was uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. Over, number one overall was Bryce Young to the Texans. Uh, C.J. Stroud goes third to the Panthers. And then, uh, I don't know how, I'm going to butcher this dude's name, but he just said he's going back to Penn State. Uh, oh, Fashanu. yeah, the, the tackle. Yeah, Fashanu. Just said he's going back to Penn State, so yeah. he's not an option anymore. And then fifth is Jalen Carter to the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and also, they've got another defensive lineman, Miles Murphy, going to the Lions. So there's, there's three defensive linemen in the top six. That you could go that you could go with. Yeah, you probably to go wide receiver need to be like eight, nine, or ten. Um, they have that's, the first that's where one. Quentin Johnson, yeah. Jordan Addison to the Packers at fourteen, um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. That's where those players will probably go. Um, I would say, just off style of play, Jordan Addison probably has the best talent, but he's only six foot. Yeah, so. Don't you think Justin Fields needs like a body position wide receiver? Well, Quentin Johnson six four, two fifteen. Right, yeah, he's a bigger guy. Yeah, and then also, and Jigba's not much taller. He's only six one. Yeah, but he's twenty pounds heavier than Jordan. He's two hundred pounds. Yeah. All right, we have a whole off season to do draft I'm, prep. Wait, listen, what are we gonna do? Oh, are you gonna come no, back? Nobody does better draft prep than we do. I know, but I'm just getting ready. I'm just getting the people ready for the draft prep. All right, Spares Packers week. We'll be back on Jeez. Thursday. Like, how sad is this? This, this is so the meat. Sad. This is the boiled hot dog of meat and cheese. Yeah, no this, one wants a gross boiled hot dog. So, some Velveeta cheese uh, on top of a boiled hot those dog. Things. This is this this hot dog is covered in ketchup. It's disgusting. It's probably cut up into macaroni. It's disgusting. It's gross. No one wants the sausage. <laughs> well, yeah. there you go. There's there's the Bear Down Podcast. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Bears Packers Week here on the Bear Down Podcast.